0: Head over to bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, episode 40. We are over the hill.
1: Finally. We're middle-aged.
0: <laughs> uh, so good of you all to join us. We're recording this podcast during the week. So, uh, still lots to update you on. There's been a whole lot of happening in the Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure world. That's true. Uh, first of all... Thank you, everybody, who last week uh, decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to support the podcast. Yeah. Appreciative of all of you. Uh, We're going to get all of the uh, cool eggheads. We're going to get their names out there next week because we're waiting for the end of this week so that we have all of you guys. Uh, Third bonus episode. We're waiting on the most recent numbers from Canada, the UK, and Australia, but it's looking like we're probably going to be doing
1: i I think we're there
0: oh boy
1: i think we're there
0: dory yes i think you have something to say about amazon reviews
1: (laughs) please leave them for start up a novel Mm -hmm. um i really appreciate it also if you could like the five star reviews yeah i appreciate that as well Uh, and uh same goes for goodreads i mean but
0: doubly for goodreads the story goodreads. has a vendetta against the person who restarted their goodreads account just to make a bad <laughs> review so let's help us with that vendetta
1: i somehow think that person is not listening to this podcast but if you are <laughs> you are you are
0: a confusing individual indeed <laughs> uh startup is available as an ebook in the uk australia south africa new zealand and you can pre-order the hardcover in the uk and it will be available at the end of august
1: indeed you can also go to your local bookseller and ask them to order it
0: That's which fantastic. i encourage you to do please do uh if you're looking for a summer read if you're listening to this right now and you're on the beach and you're like man i'm here for a few more days and i'm out of books you can head over to your local bookstore your local beach also, bookshop do you want to hear something crazy and buy the book yes go ahead
1: the kindle version in the uk is cheaper than the kindle version in the united states
0: even with
1: it is six ninety nine in poundage, Uh-huh. and it's thirteen ninety nine in dollars.
0: And what does the six ninety nine poundage come out to in American inflations?
1: I haven't done the math. Well, but...
0: I think before you speak, young lady. No, you're right because the pound is the what pound... it's a dollar twenty something yeah. a pound right now. Okay, so we'll tell you
1: one in one second. Nine dollars.
0: Unbelievable! You're getting a deal over there in the UK. I... $9? $9. $9. Don't worry, honey. It's just the headphones. They can't hear any
1: I didn't this. say anything.
0: Well, you looked at me like, he's crazy. What's happening?
1: No, I knew it was the headphones because that happened last time.
0: It sure did. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. Head there. Talk to us. Talk to other people going through this. We're all here for everybody. We're That's here for true. each other, I guess, right? Even Bo. Bo doesn't have a Facebook account, but... He's really having some real couch time right he now. He
1: has an Instagram, though.
0: He does indeed. At uh,
1: Beauregard Bosch.
0: Beauregard Bosch. Uh, you can go to either Dory's Instagram or Matt Myra's Instagram, and you can easily find a clink, <laughs> a link. A clink. A Colonel clink. <laughs> um, so www.excellentadventure.com. That's where you can go to learn all about this podcast, see some resources. That page is still uh, coming together, but there's a lot there right now. Uh, episode descriptions, if you felt like uh, being a kind egghead and, and donating to our cause here, our lengthy cause, and you might be even more inclined when you find out how Dory's appointment went on Monday, you can email us at doryandmatt at gmail.com and mattanddory at com, And our phone number, of course, is 413-461-BABY. Yes. All right.
1: You got through the business really fast.
0: I did. I'm because, proud of you. Because, you know... <clears throat> People aren't here for the business. They're here for no. our business.
1: Someone left a they review. They want to know
0: what's going on with your strike zone.
1: I was looking at the iTunes reviews as I was you know, seeing how many we had. And, yeah. and look, the vast majority of them are five-star reviews. Sure. Granted. Um, someone did recently leave a three-star review saying...
0: Too much business up top.
1: Well, they were like, the podcast is fine when they're talking about IVF, but... When they're not talking about IVF and they're just like complaining about parking, <laughs> and
0: I oh, we of... did complain about parking last, last week, week and the week before.
1: But here's the thing that I feel like people don't understand. And then they they suggested this other podcast called Beat Infertility, which I'm sure is great, um, because it's more like scientific. And I just what I what I feel is that. All the stuff about the parking, all the stuff about the times that we're not talking about IVF. This is the reality of going through IVF. It's fucking long. It is. Not there's not going to be news every week. Yep. There's not going to be exciting things happening like them telling you on your at your appointment on Monday that you have something that uh, only three percent of the population has.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, should we talk about my employment on Monday?
0: Let's discuss that. Sure, I think really people—that's what this that person who left that review really wants to hear. What's going on? Other than the parking, first of all, she found street parking.
1: I found street parking. It was kind of far away, but I was I was on principle. I was like, but you know what? Now enough people have donated yeah. that I, we can use the valet parking. Right. Enough people. After that. Um, enough people had donated specifically for Valley Parking, yeah. Um, that thank you all.
0: First thank of all, you, we
1: really appreciate it. No more discussions of parking on this podcast, done. Um, because you guys all really stepped up. And unless I end up having to go to about uh 50 more appointments, which actually, you know what, who knows, we will be all set for parking for yeah. quite some time. Um, anyway, so Monday I was having the hysteroscopy, which was the second biopsy for the, um, endometrial function test that I'm doing. Um, and if everyone remembers last Sunday, I was kind of complaining about this biopsy and I was like, I have to go through all this shit and all it's going to do is tell them that everything looks fine and you know, it's not going to tell us anything
0: that is and it's going to cost
1: us $3,500. That was your sentiment for nothing.
0: Completely. Yes.
1: So Monday rolls around. I get there. They asked me to come in at nine it, 15. It was never totally clear to me until I got literally on the table like exactly what was going to occur, which was exacerbated when they brought me back to the surgical area. And the nurse, the first thing the nurse says to me is when was the last time you had anything to eat or drink? And I'm like, uh, an hour ago I had breakfast Mm. and she looked like horrified and was like, what did you eat? And I told her what we eat for breakfast every day, which is eggs, sweet potato and chicken, apple sausage. And she was like, what did, did you like, didn't your nurse give you instructions? And I was like, no. And then she's like, what's your name? <laughs> and I told her and she was like, then she like looks at her list and, um, and I was like, wait, am I going under for this? And she was like, yeah, I was like what Like no one had ever told me this And then she like asked my name and looks at the chart and she's like oh I thought you were my 930 And I was like no I'm your 10 o'clock I'm here when they told me to be here Oh boy um, So her 930 was apparently an egg retrieval <laughs> Hence the confusion
0: So was any of the uh, Non-eating Was that for you
1: No Okay. none of that was for me um, but I still had to, you know, get into the cool gown mm-hmm. and put the hair net on and get the slippers. Great
0: Instagram selfie story about that. Thank you.
1: Um, Matt wasn't there.
0: I was not. I was at work. Like a real dum-dum. We were at, we had a table read for the first couple of seasons, uh, first couple of episodes rather of season five of the Goldbergs first table read. I was like, oh ay. yeah,
1: in retrospect, yeah. did your presence at the table read matter?
0: My presence in that uh, whole staff probably doesn't matter. The show will get done. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I am there to laugh and sell jokes. You do
1: have a good laugh.
0: I have a very loud laugh yeah. and I sit very close to the network. Mm. Um, and uh, So your
1: laugh really makes makes. It's it's important. You have an important laugh. I think it
0: makes a difference. Yeah. Let's just say that when the editors are coming into the writer's room to show a cut of an episode, they want me to be there because my laugh is very loud and it's good. And for
1: distinctive. Them. Yes. Like when you laugh, people are like, oh, that's Matt laughing.
0: In fact, I laughed this morning. I was laughing in I was upstairs in the A room on the third floor of the uh, at, at our in our building at, on the Sony lot. And Dan Levy comes in. And he comes into the A room and he goes, he's like, I was just, I was, I was just walking (laughs) out by the, and I was by the, uh, by the gift shop, which is like pretty far. And he's like, and I could hear you laughing. (laughs) And I was like, I was was like, I don't remember anything being that funny so far, but he's like, no, I heard you laughing. So my laugh reverberates.
1: It's a, it's a well-known laugh. Yeah um anyway so yeah matt was very torn about this and i told him look go to the go to the table read um
0: i mean ultimately we decided like we'll probably need it for other important right. important uh, like the i was like
1: you know what i'm gonna do the transfer next month yeah i want you to be at that that's the really important thing right. so go to the table read i'll survive. Like. They had said if you take a Valium, you can't drive yourself, but if you don't take a Valium, you're fine to drive. So I was like, whatever, I don't need a Valium. All decisions that, in retrospect, I now regret. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So the hysteroscopy, first is the biopsy, which... Uh, the other, a different doctor in the practice, not my original doctor, a, yet another doctor uh, was doing the procedure because uh, my doctor hurt her knee. So she couldn't, you have to be seated the whole time and she she couldn't like fit in there. Um,
0: she has a cast, a big giant air she cast. She has a
1: huge cast and pins in her knee. Um, so this other doctor who was very nice, very personable. Um, we talked about his commute.
0: Oh, yeah? From, Glen-
1: from Glendale?
0: Glendale to there.
1: He leaves his house at 4.30 in the morning.
0: What time does he get to work? Uh, it takes him
1: 25 minutes at 4.30.
0: Oh, then does he work out at 5 or something? No,
1: he catches up on emails.
0: Yikes. Does
1: his thing.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Um, I mean, they, you know, I've had to be there at 6 for retrieval. 6, 6.30. Like, oh yeah! They get started pretty early there.
0: That's, that's very true.
1: He said that until January first, twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. he could leave at ten of three from work, mm-hmm. ten of three p.m. Yep, and be home in an hour. Yep. And after January first, twenty sixteen, yes, he has to leave at ten of two
0: to be home in an hour. Correct
1: he said traffic has gotten noticeably worse
0: it has and i don't know what the constri- if it's a construction situation that's causing this or if it's just there's just a population saturation in the greater los angeles area that's mind-numbing
1: it also could be that la is getting so expensive that people are moving further further, further out. out could be like, i don't know these are all just hypotheses anyway so we were chatting he did his he did some residency stuff near my old apartment in brooklyn so mm-hmm. we talked about mm-hmm. that he grew up in new york blah 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 blah. anyway then he does the biopsy which hurt like hell it was the same thing that she had done the week before which also hurt but somehow it hurt more
0: mm, a man's touch mm, Could yes. be, you know
1: um and then the second part of the biopsy was they were putting a telescope up my vag Yep. To to really look around. Really get in there.
0: You know, today at work we were trying to think of new words for like we were like why is it called why why do people we were saying Barry punches Adam in the box. Mm. Like that was what we were just if pitching is like an action line. Mhm. And then we were, and then couple of the girls in the room jan and uh daisy were like why is it why why the box why is it the box like why are we why why is the vagina referred to as the box and i was like well i think you're encompassing the whole area you're including the hips and it's all the box and then andy said well why not make it the strike zone and i was like so you're saying it would go from the chest to just above the knee and uh it delighted me to no end so much so that i just kept (laughs) trying to get it into the script and i think it's in the first episode of the season but i want to start uh saying that like you know he had a doctor examining your strike zone
1: yeah but that's not specific enough
0: i know but it really tickled me to no end so he shoved a camera up your strike zone
1: but that could be high
0: and inside
1: that is accurate. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We can get very descriptive with a strike zone. Mm. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: Really just try to get this going. Yeah, I see that. It is so far, only two people are on board.
1: Yeah, I'm not on board. <laughs> I'm going on record as not yeah. being on board.
0: Whatever. That's fine. Hmm. Anyway, so you had a camera up your strike zone. Uh,
1: yeah, a, t- a camera, a telescope, a camera, all kinds of equipment. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like showing me my uterus and it's in, it's like in color and he, you know, it's on the screen and you can really see it looked like, it looked like a, like a something like an undersea creature or something. Um, and he's like pointing out like the blood vessels and this and that. And then all of a sudden Mm. he like stops Mm. and he turns to the nurse and he goes, I need you to get Dr. Beck immediately. If she's with a patient, get her out of the room the only reason you shouldn't get her is if she's like literally in the middle of doing an egg retrieval
0: so that's a red flag
1: i was like uh (laughs) what do you see doc
0: (laughs) oh it's so scary i'm so sorry i wasn't there
1: uh and he was like you have a notch in your uterus
0: Oh, see, I've been calling it a ridge.
1: No, that's incorrect. It is incorrect. It's a notch or a uterine septum.
0: A uterine septum.
1: Congenital uterine septum, which means I've had it since birth.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. So this... I was born ways, this way. In many ways, it is your mother's fault. Or my dad's. Is, in many ways, this is your dad's fault. <laughs> yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So... He's like, I want her to see this in person. I don't want her to just look at the photos. Right. Um, and he was like, and you have this fibroid.
0: Right, which so, we had seen mm, on the ultrasound. For,
1: for months, we have been seeing these fibroids on the ultrasounds, yes. And for months, doctor after doctor has been like, you have these fibroids but they're not they're not poking into the cavity so we're not right we're not concerned about them totally. we're, we'll just keep an eye on them it's fine
0: they kept saying that constantly
1: but now with the telescope suddenly it became extremely clear oh boy that one of the fibroids is very much poking into the cavity
0: aye, aye, aye.
1: and it has to be removed because that can cause all sorts of complications once you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, so I says to the doctor, I says, mm-hmm. "What is this notch situation? Yeah, what's that? What are, I've I've never heard, never heard tell of any such notch."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he goes, "Well, it's something you're born with." Uh-huh. Um, and basically, what it does is it means that. Like the two sides of your uterus didn't fuse correctly, and there's this septum that constricts the blood flow to your uterus. Okay, okay. So that makes it basically impossible for an embryo to implant in your uterus. And subsequent reading revealed that it's it's not totally true that it, that you can't get pregnant with this thing although yeah. perhaps it depends on the severity of it maybe mine is so bad that uh-huh. that that is the case but the miscarriage rate for women who have this even if they do get pregnant is extremely high it's like 80 percent or something
0: holy crap
1: yeah so-
0: even on a budget quality is non-negotiable Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you.
1: So Dr. Beck comes in mm. and she looks at this and she's like, Well, thank God we did the biopsy. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> thank Jeez. God we did the biopsy. And then did she concur? Oh, yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, totally. And she looked at the fibroid. And then she was like, Dr. March will do the surgery to fix Mm. the septum and remove the fibroid. And then we'll go from there. It's basically an extreme hysteroscopy where I will go under. Right, yeah, yeah. So... So that happened, and then I said, "Okay, all right." I'm sort of like, like a lot of information is getting, a lot of unexpected information is getting thrown yeah. at me at this moment when I'm half naked,
0: crazy, up on a table I'm
1: with my feet in stirrups.
0: So sorry I wasn't
1: there. Um, I'm also like, my vagina is still like in this doctor's face. Like this is weird. Uh-huh. Um, but. Was he she, was, was he a hunk? No, he's like a grandpa.
0: Oh, was he a grandpa hunk? Was he a silver fox?
1: I wouldn't call him a silver
0: fox. I'll let you know guys after the next appointment. I'll let you know if he's a silver fox. Anyway,
1: he's like a New York Jew.
0: Uh-huh. So's Ralph Lauren.
1: That's true. You know what? He does he's not he's not dissimilar. Uh-huh. He's got a similar vibe. Vibe. On. You know, grew up in Queens.
0: He's probably got like a seven-car garage But in Right, like
1: made it big, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, anyway, so... Oh, where was I?
0: You While all this is going on, your vagina is in, the, oh, in yes. the silver fox's face.
1: Indeed. Um, but no, I had a subsequent point. Oh, yes. So I, I said to Dr. Beck all right, so we do the surgery and and like, then what? Like how long do I have to wait? Because I, you know, remember when they, we had the polyp removed.
0: Yes, we, I do. <laughs> I remember when you had the polyp yes. removed while I stood by.
1: Uh, I think it was a month we had to wait. We had to wait another cycle right. to get started again. So I figured, okay, there's probably going to be some sort of situation like that. And she said, yep, you have to wait two months. Yeah. And I was like, okay.
0: So... That is eight full episodes of this podcast where we're going to maybe talk about parking.
1: You know, I just want to be upfront about that. Um, And I I followed up with Dr. Beck and just because I was like, I, I couldn't remember exactly what they had said and i was like googling all this stuff and going on like wikipedia pages where they were talking about double vaginas and i was
0: like what, what? you have a double vagina no
1: i don't have a double vagina but i was like what is this what i have and uh no it's not but i also asked her how common it is and she said three percent of the population
0: i'm just looking for the text exchange that you and i had had So, you know, we had the table read, and I I was at work Monday. And after the table read, it's uh, pretty, you know, we're pretty in it. You know, we're dealing with network notes, sort of figuring out what it is we're going to do, so on and so forth. And then...
1: uh, Oh, and I also, I had to go straight from that to being on a panel at work about... Like there were four of us who had written books and it was was like, there were like a hundred people there from work and I had to talk about like my writing process (laughs) and the whole time I'm just thinking like, oh my God.
0: (laughs) So I just at 1159 in the morning after the table reading everything. I Oh yes,
1: that was right before the panel started.
0: I text Dory, how'd it go? And then I get back the text, not amazing. We'll tell you everything later
1: because i was about to go into the this i panel. know
0: and then i'm like what time do you want to talk i'll make sure i'm free and she's like, anytime after two okay are you okay yeah i'm fine i'm at work <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, i was about to start i the know panel. i know i know <laughs>
0: but it was like so i'm like i have this like two hour <laughs> dread period where i'm like white is a ghost and i can't like pitch jokes and everyone's like what's wrong i was like i, I don't know what's happening with my wife <laughs> um so that was, uh, yeah, I was very worried for you, but I was like, well, she's at work, so can't be that right. Bad.
1: That was why I said I'm at work because yeah. I was trying to communicate. It's yeah. not, it's not so bad yes. that I'm like incapacitated, right? Because um,
0: uh, you know, it's so. Yeah. Then uh, you know, at two o'clock or so, we talked, and I found out all of the information that you just found out, audience, on the phone.
1: Yeah it was unexpected
0: it was a harrowing experience i'm sure for you i can't
1: it was just like what yeah like it came so out of left field very
0: unexpected and very you know to dory's point that she has made many times privately off the podcast they keep moving the fucking goalpost. yep just keeps moving. We think we're we're somewhere. We think we're close. We think, oh boy, we just got to punch it in. We're in the red zone. Yep. Just got to throw a screen pass to Edelman. We're gonna be good. And then they're like, "Just kidding. The end zone is now over there. You're not in the red zone. You're 80 yards away. Yeah. We've switched end zones. Yeah. We've, we've also sw- thrown we've actually, the ball the wrong way.
1: And we've switched stadiums.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, oh, it's a. Uh,
1: like, I I was so just mentally prepared for this transfer in August, and...
0: Yeah, you were getting in the... I
1: was getting in the zone.
0: Getting there, getting ready.
1: Getting ready. I was like, okay, this was kind of a dry run. I, like, messed up the meds a little bit, but now I know what to do, yep. and I'm ready, and I'd kind of cleared my schedule.
0: Schedule, sure. Like um what would say.
1: And... Yeah, I, I I was I was just like, all right, let's do this thing. We're gonna do this useless biopsy.
0: Yep, I I just was like telling everybody like, well, we're gonna do this biopsy, and it's gonna pretty much just tell us the correct window to throw this embryo in. That's really all I thought was happening. Right, and then you know this news, and then luckily and this, was, this
1: was something like when 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 we were talking about why the transfer failed initially, right. This never came up as a possibility. This was never even mentioned as well, a possibility.
0: That is the thing of that's the Occam razors of it all. You know what's happening is you're hearing, you're hearing hoofs, and you're thinking, you know, you've got to you you can't think zebra. You have to think horse because this horse chances, zone. Horse zone because oh, the, the wait, chances are that you it's, saying this
1: all has to do with the horse zone
0: this might all have to do with the horse zone, oh, but i'm just saying God. like the chances that you're hear the hoofs the hoofs you're hearing running down the down the dirt path the chances that they're a zebra unlikely while a zebra does make the same noises as a horse chances are you're gonna look out there it's gonna be a horse not a zebra mm. but unfortunately it's a zebra so when they're looking at this and they're going like well there's many reasons you're all right, your embryo probably didn't uh, implant. Uh, it could be, uh, you know, just bad luck, uh, you know. The timing. Timing, it shitty been sperm, embryo. whatever. Any number of things that are, for for what sounds like 97% of the people that go through IVF, their explanations are such. And you're just in this 3%, so they're never going to look for that. Right. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, in a way, it's almost like it's almost reassuring that this is probably the reason
0: uh, I think if we get into probably zone, I know. which is adjacent to the horse zone, it's a danger town.
1: Okay. First of all, it's not adjacent to the horse zone. And if you had talked to Teddy, a, you would know that
0: could be a cancer cluster. We don't know what that's the Burbank horse zone guys. There's a Lockheed Martin plant there. And apparently it's a cancer cluster.
1: Don't malign <laughs> the horse zone
0: um yeah so i'm calling teddy Well, please i mean I'll, I'll see him later i'm sure um so that's that's uh i mean what do you want to say emotionally where we're at i i feel i feel uh
1: i feel dejected
0: yeah i feel like you know pushing, feel, pushing the boulder up the hill yeah you
1: know? i feel tired i feel dejected i feel discouraged I feel frustrated. I feel like a thesaurus. (laughs) All those things. That's very funny.
0: Thank you. Um, And I I, I just, you know.
1: I just feel like it's never going to happen. And then it might not happen.
0: This is true. And, you know, the fact that it might not happen is something that we'll eventually maybe have to actually deal with. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm very grateful that we have each other and Mr. Beauregard Bosch to deal with such things. Who is in and of himself a 74 pound baby.
1: He's such a big baby. He really is. He climbed into my lap this evening when I got back from yoga and he was just being such a big goofy baby. He's,
0: uh, here's the thing. He knows that Dory's leaving town for work. Tomorrow morning. he knows that I'm going back to Boston to visit home. Yeah. He's aware of these things.
1: I know. He sensed it. I mean. When I went to take him out tonight before I went to yoga, I got his leash out. And he usually gets so excited to go for a walk. And he just walked over to his bed and and like collapsed down. He he didn't
0: want any part of the leash? No. When I got home from work, he just looked up. And then put his head back down. And then
1: I was like, is he sick? Yep. But then he ate and then he ran around in the backyard. So I I don't think he's sick.
0: Yeah. I think he's just like, I I think once he saw both of us together. Right. He's like, oh, okay. Things are still cool.
1: Yeah. But he does get so mopey and And then like
0: tomorrow when I get home from work and it's just me.
1: Oh, I hope he doesn't stay out on the couch all night.
0: Yeah, he might do that.
1: He doesn't do that when I'm gone? Not really. Oh, he only goes when you're gone?
0: He goes to bed. Uh, I go to bed later than you anyway. Yeah. But like, you know, I have the whole routine where I turn off this light and I turn off that light and then I say, Bo, and I make him look up and I say, it's time for bed. And then I walk down the hall and then he follows, yawning. Mm. Mm. And then he goes to bed. But thank God we have Bo. And uh, thank God we have all of you eggheads out there listening yeah. to us. Go through. Seriously, it's, the fun of uh, the thing that's not that fun. It was,
1: it was, it, it was really nice in the last couple of days. How many of you wrote in to basically just be like, "Hang in there." After um,
0: did you post on the on the excellent uh, Facebook page about your issue? No, not yet. I'd be interested to see if we have any of the three percent. I'm little,
1: sure we do in our
0: little friend group.
1: Although it hasn't, I don't think it's come up from another person yet.
0: Um. That's true. Uh, We you have not seen that you had to to do a lot of research to find that out. I did. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna say hello to our good sponsors, and then guess what? What? Email time. Here's one from Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Well, she says, "Hey, Matt, Dorian, Bo." Oh. You asked about varicocele repair and wanted to add my two cents. My husband was diagnosed with bilateral varicoceles about two years ago. We've been trying to get pregnant for six months at the time, which my doctor was not overly concerned about. My husband was actually having a lot of pain and unable to stand extended periods of time, which is difficult for a teacher. So if, you know, sometimes the... Maricocele can have other effects on the man.
1: I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, so... Have
1: you ever been uncomfortable?
0: Yes, but for not that reason. Oh, okay. Uh, So, back to the story. We were told this could be adding to our delay in pregnancy. So we opted for a... To go forth with the procedure. While the procedure helped with his pain, I don't think it helped with the sperm count. Fast forward two years, and we are two rounds into IVF, and I'm enduring my first TWW.
1: Two-week Wait.
0: Why can I never remember what that is? IDK. Yeah. <laughs> I have stage four endo, and he has... Endometriosis. Hot, yes, that I know. Hot, dumb sperm. That Aww. I understand, too. Uh, his sperm count somewhat improved with meds, Clomid, uh, but we still did require ICSI. Us, too. So the takeaway, I would definitely recommend the surgery to anyone enduring pain, but not to help the sperm count. The recovery was nothing for him. Advil, minimal incisions. Uh, prayers and good vibes for you two on this journey i'm it's definitely bumpy road and i'm so grateful for your podcast all the best melissa she didn't
1: even know how bumpy it had gotten
0: melissa i know i hope you're enjoying the recent bumps in the road <laughs> as much as we are hating them
1: oh you know what we didn't even mention no i don't the
0: what did he just do
1: what just happened
0: i think that was beau wasn't yeah.
1: it was it
0: Bo, did you make a noise? What was that
1: noise? It sounded like a woman's voice. Guys, wow!
0: We went back to the tape. Like I went and looked outside our door. Our I back was like, door it sounded like a woman. Our back door is open, so I was like, well, maybe I'm hearing our next. Door. We have new neighbors, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm hearing our new neighbor. But then you know, the, the the motion light didn't go on or anything, so I was like, oh, that's weird. And normally, Bo, if someone's that close to the house, he'd be barking. He was not barking. No. And I got up and I was like, What's going on? And then I was like, I'm gonna play this back and listen to it. And listening to it, totally <laughs> Bo.
1: Making a weird going, noise. Haw, haw.
0: <laughs> Who knows what he was dreaming about? He was probably chasing squirrels. Or he, he, he does that the, sometimes. He might
1: have been in the horse zone.
0: Could have been. <laughs> he's he's turning the other way. Oh, uh, there he goes. Yeah. Down for the count. Bo's really good at getting comfortable on a couch.
1: That was some real investigative journalism that just happened.
0: I, I, honestly, Melissa, I don't remember where we left off with your We answer. finished.
1: Oh, with her answer? Yeah. She didn't, ask, she a didn't ask a question.
0: She's just keeping us updated yeah. on things we wanted to be updated on. Melissa, thank you. And thank you for being a part of the Great Bow EVP, which is electronic voice phenomenon Wait. in the ghost hunting world.
1: That's the next email.
0: Uh, for Maria, a counterpoint, she says... I've wanted to reach out several times, but didn't have much to say until this week when you asked to hear from couples who had undergone varicoseal repair. Way back in 2011, my husband and I had been trying to conceive for a couple of years. We were young, 31, 33. Young-ish. That's true. I did add ish, but I think it's young. Uh, We went to work. So that's not at all what the sentence says. We went to have a workup from my OBGYN and found out my husband's results were azospermia. That means no sperm. None, not one. The news shocked us. We referred to a urologist who was pretty realistic but noted my husband had a large varicocele. He had it repaired. Fast forward to six more months. He used the supplements too. And the next count came back at $20 million.
1: Damn.
0: Yep, no one expected that. We conceived our first son with IVF and our second three years later spontaneously. I know we are those stories people hear but don't believe. The mystical unicorn. I'm so grateful every day that we decided to give it a try. I now have two beautiful boys who are my entire world. and I wanted to share because I think sometimes the repair is discounted, as it was just by me and... Melissa. Indeed. And here comes Maria dropping some knowledge well, bombs Well, That's why us. I
1: felt it was important to put Maria's email on there.
0: Another, I know others have, that have had huge increases as well, so it was definitely worth a try. Wishing you guys the best at making that si- science baby and otherwise. So, Maria, your counterpoint is spectacular. <laughs> uh, here's an email from Kelly. My name is Kelly Wizbroker. I'm sorry. Wisbrocker.
1: She even put in the pronunciation.
0: No, Oh, Kelly, I'm sorry. Uh, maiden name Shaw. You know what? My name's Kelly Shaw. Much easier. <laughs> uh, she says should have kept it. <laughs> I'm 27, living in Chicago with my husband, our two cats, uh, and awaiting the arrival of our Aussie... I'm sorry. Is Aussie doodle Is that a, a dog name? I don't know.
1: Aussie Doodle. I think it me I think she means Aussie Doodle.
0: Oh. Aussie doodle puppy. Dory, I love the book and I will write reviews promptly because I just finished. Well, maybe you should go to Goodreads, get an account, and write a nice review <laughs> there, Kelly. Matt, in two thousand twelve, my now husband, best friend, and I road trip to see you at the Nerdist Live in Twin Cities. I was very drunk I think that one uh, and afterwards you and I spoke about how I was graduating that year from a small school no one had ever heard of on the east coast St. Norbert College you probably don't remember but you kept saying how proud I should be and that really meant a lot to me Aww. you also gave me a bite of your pizza oh that was the macaroni and cheese pizza <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kelly it all just rushed back to my head it all just rushed uh, back to my head. That was weird. <laughs> the macaroni and cheese pizza. Oh, that was great. Norbit College, Saint Norbit. That's yeah, a, you absolutely should. I mean, fucking, you graduate college. You should be proud, loud and proud. Whatever college you graduate from, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't make it. Dory made it from seventeen different schools. Well, just two, but still, hmm. I uh, went to. I tried. I've. I've I have parts of many degrees from many fine <laughs> Boston area colleges. Um, you also gave me a bite of pizza. Also, I was born and raised in Connecticut and missed the East Coast so much, though not enough to uh, move back there. <laughs> have you guys ever been to Stu Leonard's? Stu Leonard's is your... Um,
1: My brother loves your Stu brothers, Leonard's.
0: Your brother and Allison, and I assume Sam and probably Olivia's favorite store it's got an animatronic cow in it
1: i was just gonna say i feel like I, i've seen many pictures of sam and the animatronic cow
0: yeah the animatronic cow is uh, famous and it's a ridiculous store and uh, i've even seen it on shark tank when they sold some uh, dog food there Ooh. uh there are a few locations in that area it's a great little food great local food fun theme park like activities if you spend a hundred dollars you get a free ice cream Come on. How do, you not, how do you not love that? Are you going to Stu Leonard's this weekend? Maybe. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> I'll request it.
0: Uh, my husband and I are planning to try the old-fashioned way and start a family, but after listening to the podcast, we figured out my husband traveled to a Zika-infested area. <gasps> oh, no.
1: Dun, dun, dun. When
0: I first met my doctor, I cried a little over personal things while trying to reassure her I'm not usually like this due to the process of having and then taking out an IUD and use of uh condoms our baby making timeline has was shifted and i feel very strongly parenthetical i have reasons the doctor is basing her decision on whether or not i will freak out <laughs> <laughs> i like the idea of sticking to a plan but i also want to do what is safe and best for my family i would love any feedback and suggestions you might have i'm writing this email i'm realizing i'm asking two things one this is fantastic by the way if anyone's writing a long email Take the Kelly route and then summarize your two questions at the end of of your email. Oh,
1: wait. Her her original email is about four more paragraphs.
0: But she summarized.
1: She gave us two versions. Uh, She gave us a long version and a short version. This is the kind
0: of shit that you get when you go to St. Norbert College and you graduate and... This is the kind of thing that I think the rest of our listeners could all... And
1: I look, I very much enjoyed more. her long email, but I thought for the podcast's sake... She gets it. I would just do the shorter uh, version.
0: So I'm, ri- I'm really writing, that. writing this email asking two things. One, should I wait the six months? I'm guessing that's a yes, which is great because it means a better chance for a happy, healthy baby. And two, can I trust a doctor I'm, I feel unsupported by? Is this going to become a cyclical self fulfilling prophecy where she thinks I'm emotional and uh, so I get emotional because she thinks I'm emotional and so on? Matt and Dory, all the best to you. Not the partying type, but I will keep you guys in praying type, but I will keep you guys in my thoughts. Also, I've attached the photo from that night in 2012. I am looking at this photo and I'm vividly remembering. All of this.
1: Wow. <laughs> Up
0: to and including that delicious pizza. <laughs> you know who I think was a guest that night? It was either Doug Benson or Tim Meadows. Oh. Funny enough, Tim that Meadows. That you work with now. Tim Meadows is on the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you do have a photographic memory.
0: Uh, I do. I To a point. Yeah, I do. Um, so, let's answer her questions. Yes, wait the six months. Yeah. That's that's the answer. That's the answer. So, you know, plan out your next six months. How are you gonna become a better you? Uh and number two. I feel this is more Dory's court. Because <sighs> I just I just as a rule don't trust any doctors.
1: Um I'm kidding. I think it doesn't hurt to check out another doctor.
0: Kelly, I think if this was a was a plot to a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where where Larry David somehow wound up crying in his first appointment with a doctor. He'd never go back to that doctor. He'd Are be you like,
1: suggesting that Kelly is akin to Larry David?
0: I'm, su- I'm suggesting that maybe we all have a little Larry in us. Oh. Uh, and that he'd be so neurotic about this that he would be like, I can't see that doctor ever again.
1: Mm, I see what you're saying.
0: Doctor's going to think I'm a wreck, even right. though I'm not a wreck. Yeah. But then because the doctor thinks I'm a wreck, I'm going to be a wreck.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So my advice to you, Kelly, is.
1: Oh, you know what? Either, be a wreck. And go to the doctor. And go to the doctor. Or, or don't. don't be a wreck <laughs> and go to a different doctor. No, or don't be a wreck and yeah, well, yeah, try. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I also just remembered what I think I was about to say when we heard Bo make that crazy noise. Yeah. Which is that my surgery has been scheduled. That's true. Did I say that? I started to say it. I said that it had been scheduled.
0: Yes Right We didn't say when It was scheduled
1: Yeah it's scheduled for the 24th
0: It is scheduled for the 24th Yeah Which conveniently works out I will be there the whole time Yeah What a fun morning we're gonna have
1: You know it's gonna be really fun
0: Dealing with I Bo Because
1: I can't eat or drink anything Yes And the actual surgery is not until noon
0: You'll be fine You'll be too nervous <sighs> Honey You're gonna be just I feel like
1: fine. that was the same with the UCLA surgery
0: Yeah, it was like in the afternoon. I remember heading down to the UCLA uh, gift shop and having a great time down there.
1: They were very nice there at UCLA.
0: It was a very well-run surgical unit. I've never seen a surgical unit run uh, so smoothly in my life.
1: Their billing department left a lot to be desired, but...
0: Well, not everybody's billing department can be as on top of it as the California Fertility Partners.
1: (laughs) Who are very on
0: top of it. Uh... (laughs) This is an email from...
1: Wait, are you going to read all the emails today?
0: Well, I just was like giving it to you easy because you had a we had a rough beginning of the week and I was like, maybe she wants to take it easy. I'll drive the whole thing. It's fine. But honey, if you're up for reading some emails, by all means, here I you mean, go. I
1: mean, I did put together the episode.
0: You always put together what emails yeah. we're reading. <sighs>
1: Okay.
0: Oh, guys. This is taking too long. I should have read it.
1: Here we go.
0: I told you she wasn't up to it.
1: This is from Anonymous.
0: Oh, boy. You sound like Lorraine Baines McFly in um, 2015.
1: Thank you.
0: Back in good old 1985. And then it's like, he wakes up and he sees her giant boobs. And then he realizes he's in a different future it's a future where biff Tannen is president
1: oh so the future we have now
0: (laughs) yeah well biff's not the president he just he just runs hill valley oh i see but yes it's pretty much the future we have now um
1: okay this is from anonymous yeah who says hey you guys been following along for a while my whole ivf process so far which i guess started in february after three failed iuis and five years of infertility has been soundtracked by Buddy Holly and Regina Specter and Your Voices.
0: <laughs> That's
1: good. My husband and I run a new small business in the mountains of Colorado, so it has not been easy to drive four hours every time we need to go to our fertility clinic in Denver, especially during busy tourist seasons. Hopefully, I'm finally maybe close to my first transfer after putting off so many cycles here and there. Today is cycle day two for the start of perhaps a mid to late August transfer.
0: Oh, I would have been there right with you. We almost, we were almost together.
1: Yep. Alas. Dory, I have to say I have a similar protocol for transfer meds and it's confusing as fuck. Thank you. I almost had a panic attack when I saw all the complicated meds that have to be braided together. Doing shots was way easier to keep track of. I agree. There was, there was something about the shots that was the easier like I didn't enjoy giving well, myself it's procedural
0: you know it's mechanical yeah it's like something has to be right. done for I don't know I, the,
1: the, all this stuff is confusing I listened to last week's episode while completely delirious from cramps and fatigue <laughs> I'd worked 40 days in a row non-stop since yes. five days after my retrieval so yes I'm delirious I've decided to also call my protocol horse zone <laughs> after hearing the background story on it and cracking up in my living room so thank you for all the moments I get to have a true belly laugh which should be the only time lol is ever used a note about merch, a small and or large drawstring tote or zippered pouch to carry meds and needles and syringes around with the words horse zone written on it.
0: <laughs> I don't hate it.
1: Love you guys. Anonymous.
0: Thanks, Anonymous.
1: P.S. I love Jolene's email about twins. That was a very popular email.
0: Jolene, your email is just crushing it. Yeah. You might have to retire it into the rafters. I know. With the... Horse zone. Horse zone and... uh and with Kelly's email,
1: um, and speaking of twins, mm-hmm. this email's from Melissa. Yeah, who says, as a twin myself, I'm a hundred percent on your side when you say you don't want twins.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Back when I was trying to get pregnant and consulting with fertility doctors for my own problems, I was really worried about having twins. The chances of having twins if you're a fraternal twin are higher than usual, and Clomid raises that risk even more. Even though I love being a twin, I for sure did not want to have them. Two babies at the same time, like one baby isn't hard enough. My mother backs me up on this one. Winky face. Uh Uh As much as she loved having twins, she'll tell you how hard it is. Hilariously now are you ready for the twist of this email i hope so i've learned in the last year that all my worries were for naught. as it turns out i've been believing a lie my whole life what my sister and i are not fraternal twins as the doctors said but identical
0: hang on <laughs> <laughs>
1: We always looked alike, but multiple doctors at multiple times in my life told us we were fraternal twins for various reasons. So I was pretty shocked when we did 23 and me and she showed up as my identical twin. <laughs> uh,
0: are we sure that like 23 and me's DNA shit is not like specific enough to tell the difference between a fraternal and a identical twin?
1: Don't you have the same DNA?
0: As, yes. I guess you do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like at any rate, this twin did not take offense at the idea that you wouldn't want to have twins, and frankly, if you do if you have to go through all these trials to have a baby, you should get to take advantage of any perks there may be. Choose the sex, choose not to have twins, choose the best month in your schedule to have the baby. Choose whatever you can. I hate that there's this notion that swirls around out there that expressing a preference will jinx it. I just want a healthy baby. You can't jinx it, and there will be plenty of things you can't choose. So why not make the choices you can make? Just my perspective.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just I'm just dumbfounded by this whole not knowing that your twin sisters also, are identical twins. I
1: am conf- like I I wonder on what basis the doctors told them that they were fraternal twins. Also, when you do ultrasounds, couldn't you see? Do you think the
0: doctors like mm, no? You can't be identical twins. You're wearing different onesies. Maybe. No. Yeah, maybe. Oh, boy, every <laughs> once in a while, I'm gonna have a dud. I can't, I can't bet a thousand, you know, not with a strike zone this wide. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> Callback. I love it. Mm. Um, all right. We're going to skip this email.
0: For, well, we're just, you know, for today. I have a lot of stuff happening.
1: Right um, now. wait, just, let me make sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, this one is from Sheila.
0: Well, why are you now handing it to me? Are I'll read you all it. done reading emails?
1: No. Oh, should we play a voicemail?
0: Um, we can play one in a bit. You can okay. read this. I'll read Shealy. Sheila's email. Sure.
1: Um, She says, I wanted to start by saying I'm a big fan of both of you. I've listened to many of Matt's podcasts and found this podcast when he plugged it on Gilmore Guys. <laughs> Hashtag Team Jess.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, yes is the answer to that question. Oh, okay. As long as we're not fucking Team Logan because he's a... Mm.
1: I've also read many of Dory's BuzzFeed articles over the last couple of years and loved start up a novel. What? I was at your Madewell San Francisco signing and it was so nice to meet you in person. Nice. Oh, I remember you. Thank you for coming. Um, I enjoy listening to the two of you banter. I'm pro-chit-chat. Thank you. And love having you keep me company at work and on my commute to and from home. Like some listeners, I'm not currently going through IVF, nor am I trying to get pregnant. I'm 28 from huge Irish and Salvadoran Catholic families. Oh, I'll say. And getting married next year to a nice Jewish boy in the Bay Area. Oh, they're like the opposite of
0: us. They're inverse tachyon pulses. That's a reference to something in Star Trek, The Next Generation. Don't worry about it, everybody. (laughs) You see, there's a temporal anomaly. My question relates
1: to one of my cousins who has been trying to conceive for almost seven years and has had several miscarriages. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to ask her if she and her husband have gone in for fertility tests or explored other options, but haven't mustered up the courage. According to her brother and my dad, she hasn't looked into any alternative ways to get pregnant. And after listening to your podcast, I feel that she would get great information and support from the Excellent Adventure family. What advice do you have for bringing up fertility and conception options for a family member or even a close friend? Seeing her struggle to get pregnant has been heartbreaking, and we all know she would be an amazing mom. I would love to be able to offer her information on IVF, etc., but don't want to overstep or make her uncomfortable. I want to wish you both best. I want to wish you both lots of luck on the rest of your journey, and I hope you two are able to be parents soon. Best, Sheila.
0: Interesting questions, Sheila. Um, I mean, there's a couple ways you can do it through subterfuge oh yeah yeah like you could be like so you know josh and i are getting married i'm assuming his name's josh because he's a jew in the bay area and uh i just wanted to i'm going to meet this fertility doctor i just want to make sure everything's all set for uh you know after we're married you know because i'm catholic uh <laughs> and um i just Good one. wanted to you know as long as I get all my ducks in a row, and then I'm gonna, we're gonna probably start having trying to have children pretty soon after. I mean, what was it like when you went to your fertility doctor?
1: <laughs> good subterfuge, <laughs> subterfuge, sub, yeah. sub, subversive. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, pretty good method.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. I I think you could also just tell her about the podcast seems weird does it
0: yeah like i wouldn't necessarily recommend this podcast to anybody unless i would like hey, i'd
1: recommend it to anyone i'd
0: recommend matt and dory's excellent adventure to just about anyone who liked having a good time and listening to fun podcasts yeah you can't imagine how great their marriage is they talk about everything and anything mostly parking it'll get you right in the strike zone <laughs> let's hear it okay uh, oh, did you have any sur- actual suggestion? Yeah. For Sheila? Well,
1: I think I think one way to do it, besides is, recommending
0: this podcast,
1: is to tell her. Um, is to just try to have a heart to heart to her and ask her. You know, how things are going. And is there anything she she ever wants to talk about with you, and that you are there for her? She mm. might not want to talk to you. Yeah, that's true. And then you know, there is. I I appreciate the sentiment that you want to help her, but sometimes people aren't ready to be helped
0: that is also very true you know yeah um try my my method is pretty solid i think
1: okay i'm gonna play this voicemail
0: okay
2: wow i did not expect to be as nervous as i would be after hitting the call button but hi matt and dory my name is christian i am a 20 almost 21 year old male so probably not the demographic you guys normally get true but I just want to say I love your guys' podcast. Mm -hmm. I do have to mention I found it after listening to your Nerdist Nerdist podcast where Matt was a lovely co-host and Dory, you were a wonderful guest and it it was fantastic. I looked into it because I have my best friend who is a lesbian and she has been my best friend for many years now. And her partner of going on two years, they've just recently been talking about the not near future, but like in the farther off future, about wanting to have children, and like the process, like these kind of processes, Uh like we're just coming up discussion. And
0: (laughs) feel like someone's gonna be. I was talking
2: about being a possible sperm donor. Boom! Not honestly why I was calling. I wanted to say how much I love this podcast. You guys are doing fantastic are what i feel is honestly fantastic work you guys are helping bring to light a issue that not a lot of people probably talk about helping bring to light this thing that people suffer in the dark with and you guys first of all one, the podcast is super entertaining um i Bo is wonderful. Talk about him more. Don't let the haters keep you down. We
0: got, we got some good Bo in today. The,
2: I love all the business talk beforehand. Even <laughs> Matt always does forget to put a timestamp. I on do every time. Oh never, my God. I would never think of skipping past it. Oh my God. You guys are fantastic. Keep doing great work. I, yeah, i coming from 20 some odd male. I wish the best of luck to everyone listening to the podcast and you guys as well. Can't wait to hear you guys possibly get yourself a science baby. That'd be awesome.
0: Can't oh, wait. Thank All right. you. Can't wait it's to Christian hear you be out. old enough to drink, Christian.
1: <laughs> that was so sweet. And then
0: when you're old enough to drink, you come out to West Hollywood, we'll fucking hang out. Yeah. Um Yeah. That was a very, very nice uh voicemail. That was really very sweet. It was
1: very sweet. I think that's a good note to end on.
0: Uh you do, huh? Yeah I do. Oh, man. I think it's a great note to end on.
1: You know, I have to get up real early tomorrow this to go to little, San Francisco. a
0: little shorter because Dory has to, you don't even know. I asked her, what time is your flight tomorrow? And then she's like, six. And I was like, all right, so we're going to leave it. You're going to leave at six? She's like, no, the flight's at six. That's the, insane. The
1: flight? Oh, wait. Boarding time. I think boarding is at 610.
0: Oh, well, that's still crazy. It's
1: very early.
0: Cuckoo, cuckoo bananas, early flight time. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody who wrote in this so, week. Yeah, so we didn't we get to you a, lot of your
1: voice, a lot of your emails. We will get to them next week.
0: I'm still on the fence of whether or not I'm bringing the podcast equipment to Boston or if we are going to record back in LA Sunday night like we always do. I don't know. All right. Really... I have no time to discuss this with you because you leave tonight. That's well, true. tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and I have to finish packing. What do you think? I mean, I would prefer for you to bring the equipment just in case you're, you know, we have your minute. flight gets late on Sunday and.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's but big.
1: It's also a lot to bring. It's a pain in the butt. It's a but pain but in the you butt. You know what?
0: It's kind of the things I do for you, eggheads, and for Bo.
1: Because you know what else we can do? If what? you bring the equipment, we can record our Patreon bonus episode.
0: That's true. We do have to do that.
1: Yeah. And we have a regular bonus episode that I think we're going to have to record.
0: Uh, I think we should probably wait till we're post post-surge.
1: Post-surge. You okay. Know, really, That's fair.
0: So that the Patreon listeners can know before our regular listeners how that surgery
1: went. Oh, shit.
0: Uh, And if you'd like to hear how that surgery went before everybody else, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash
1: Excellent Adventure and and
0: donate at the level with which you unlock that bonus episode, which I think is a very reasonable
1: $25
0: a month. Okay, it's not that reasonable, but (laughs) if you feel so inclined to donate $25 a month, you get yourself a bonus episode every month, and what happens is we record them in the middle of the week, so usually our appointments are early in the week, so those people get some real info and if you email into that patreon and you're a patreon listener you you get you get very special attention you from us. you
1: get extremely special attention
0: i don't even want to get into it but let's just say there's some tinder happening over there that is <laughs> insane bananas <laughs> yeah um you can find out go to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure Otherwise, we'll just see you next Sunday, and then there's a bonus episode coming after that for regulars. Yep. So, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Dory's gonna pack. Yep. I'm gonna see if Bo is uh, making any more weird weird weird. noises. Cool. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.
2: Let's get a silver bullet trailer and have a baby.